How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing the play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games, they always bring in the knowledge. Nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose, you know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. Taz right here. Uh, we're coming to you live uh, from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. Uh, they can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Uh, so if you want to call the show, very simple process. Attention hotline fans. It's an 855 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Uh, uh, we are here. Andrew Bogus is sitting in right yours truly. Uh, Moose is not here. And uh, he'll be back next week. And the thing is, we um, have been getting a lot of calls. Uh, either people listening. A lot of people listen on Sirius XM, Channel 206, which is the home for CBS Sports Radio. Or listening on the Sirius XM app. A lot of people calling from there. A lot of rest, sports fans that are wrestling fans also. Uh, we're talk, we've been talking more wrestling on this show than normal. We're going to do that for the next couple of days here. Uh, if you just joined the show, I'm leaving the show. Uh, Friday's my last day, um, so after that, I'll be Gonski. I've been here for two years. Uh, I made a decision you know, weeks back. It's time for me to move on. i got some other things I'm looking to do, so thank you to everybody here at CBS Sports Radio and, and, and the crew here, obviously. I'm, every segment, Andrew, I'm going to thank everyone. Every segment. It's only Tuesday. Yeah, so every that's... Every segment. How many segments per show, Mike? Nine? Nine per show. Nine, so we've got 27 for the... Rest of the week, oh, 33. 60, 33 left. Okay, but again, yeah. it's just I, I, it is worth pointing out that we don't want to overdo it. It's, I think it's getting not, old already, to be honest. This is not your style. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not my it's style. never about yeah. you. It's about us and we and um, <laughs> you know we don't you want to just put the spotlight on you. But never, I would never. But do that. those phone lines are open. Uh, there is a new email address. Goodbye, Taz. We'll miss you forever <laughs> at intercom.com. <laughs> If you want to send in your notes of appreciation uh, between now and Friday, are you surprised all the wrestling fans that have called the show? Of thus course far? not. Yes, a lot of we people. over nation. Yeah, Why'd calls I be surprised? about AW calls about the Von Erichs. Those poor folks have been sitting here for two years waiting for the, yeah. the beacon to go off. Talk to call a little, in. talk a little wrestling. <laughs> Finally, yeah. here it is. We're gonna get, we're gonna talk about Monday Monday Night Raw in a little bit. We're that guy's do that. been sitting on a Von Erich hot take. <laughs> well, the funny part too is every 
every time Two the years. every time the call goes in, I screen. I go, Pete, is this is this good? Yeah, did you I, don't know. Did, right, did, right, am right. I getting fooled here? <laughs> yeah, you're like, what's a Von Eric? And Pete's like, what? That's wrestling royalty. I'm what are you double check. About? I'm yeah. not putting your real name's Atkinson, Mike. Yeah, yeah, some guy wants to know about the Hart family. Who are they, Pete? Like, what the Hearts? Yeah, you know, what's like, the dungeon? <laughs> Pete, is it really Wait, something what is the dungeon? Well, Saturday. That's the dungeon. Is where Bret Hart used to. Train in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. His his oh, Brett, not Brett Hart, Stu Hart. Should they say Stu Hart? What did I say? They say you Brett. said Brett. Okay, Brett. Stu Hart, his dad, who's no longer with us, trained Owen Hart and and Brett Hart. Trained a, a bunch of you know his kids and other other wrestlers. Uh, Chris Jericho came out of the dungeon. I mentioned you know Chris Jericho, right? So he yes. came out of the dungeon. So uh, yes, that's what the dungeon is. So we'll just now, what's a better name, the dungeon or the Sportatorium? I'm big in <laughs> the Sportatorium. That's a heck of a name. There's a. Bit... <laughs> I, I want to go there. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh my god, you're too much. <laughs> but the, and bless your heart, you don't know the difference. I don't. You're not a wrestling fan. But I, I'll tell you real quick before we talk about the Saints. You're not tough either. You're just no. a straight knob. So Thank basically, you. here's the thing: the Sportatorium. Is a building. It was an arena, right? Okay, that the they ran shows it. But I and, and, and so a lot of times wrestling schools are in the sportatorium or, or in wrestling. Jeez, uh, are in arenas or buildings or right. small buildings. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure if he trained people in the sportatorium. It doesn't matter. I just want to be there. You just want to be part of the sportatorium. But the sportatorium is not what you think. It sounds like. Something like Jerry's World. It's not yeah, like no, no. That. I assume yeah. it's not Jerry's World. It probably stinks, and there's it's not around the anymore. Either, right. Oh, way. it doesn't yeah. even exist. It's gone. They they blew it up. Yeah. Now the dungeon, <sighs> the dungeon was in the basement of Mister Hart's of Stu Hart's home in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Okay. It, unfinished basement Jones with a mat, and he would just beat guys up down there. That was the dungeon. Sounds like a dungeon. Yes. Aptly named. Okay. So, that was it. Like a light bulb. Over. Welcome to the garden. Guys screaming. Oh, give me a little more. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, all right, so a uh, natural segue, speaking about um, getting caught in an armbar front face lock, the Colts were caught in a nasty front face lock. Well, not a segue. <laughs> How is that? Seamless. Oh, he loves it. it. <laughs> he loves it. He's never oh, laughed man. like that before. The Saints got the Colts in a nasty armbar, Andrew, 34 to <laughs> 7. This is going to be Pete's favorite 30. league ever. This is how the show should have been for two years, to be honest. It's called fun. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's not Hamster Wheel Jones. So I digress. Uh, so, anyway, the Saints. Uh, <laughs> Andrew just did the emoji with the guy putting his hand on his face. To, that I just hit my own head really hard. That hurt. Um, anyway, the Saints win the game 34-7. to uh, Yeah, Colts were caught in a nasty on ball right there. And uh, I'm going to use as many wrestling segment uh, segway convos into sports talk. That's my new thing for three days, four days. Percent, <laughs> not so good. Drew Brees, uh, his- historic night for Mr. Brees. And a big-time victory. Not a big-time victory, but another victory for the Saints, who now sit 11-3, and uh, dominant uh, uh, at home at the Superdome. So, uh, And Brees looked tremendous. There are four 11-win teams in the NFC right now. The Saints, the Packers, the Niners, and the Seahawks, while the AFC is scrounging for winners. I know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is – the oddity of last night is that Drew Brees breaks – Peyton Manning's touchdown record because Tom Brady didn't do it on Sunday, and now Brady might do it again on Saturday against your Bills, and then <laughs> oh, Breeze take it back. Um, I don't. I apparently this happened in baseball in the eighties. Nolan Ryan and Steve Carlton kept going back and forth as the all-time strikeout leader, like live in the moment. I mean, every time yeah. they started, the record changed. So I mean, we're gonna have this Breeze and Brady back and <clears throat> forth. The rest of this season, they're both playing somewhere next year. So, I mean, it's not, this is not going away either anytime soon. 
Uh, I can't remember any other record, a situation like this, where they're going to constantly go back and forth. And now, what do you do? How do you do? You, you can't celebrate every single time Breeze did last well, night. It's a natural segue to what we're doing here on, 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 on this show. We're going to celebrate me every day until Friday. Delicately. Okay. Right. I digress. Continue this, with I mean, th- And this is the Superdome of radio. So you no, can this up- is the Sportatorium. Blow kisses, like something called a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of which, why are, are the lights on in here? Oh, you know why? The lights I was, are never on in I here. I was taking photos earlier. Oh, right. Yeah, I was taking photos because I'm building a home studio that look exactly like this. <laughs> George Napolitano was here. He's a famous wrestling photographer. Thank you for that. And, and a yeah. good friend of mine from Brooklyn. He's still with us. No, he's not. I almost said it like he's no longer with us. And George, sports photographer. He is. George is a great guy. But I digress. Uh, yeah, I didn't tell you. I'm building a studio. My home studio mm-hmm. is going to look exactly like this, Andrew. Even with the Tiki and Tierney stuff? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have Tiki and Tierney actually broadcast out of my home studio. I mean, I'm not one to question your genius because you are a trailblazer. You see things that the normal m- man doesn't. This one seems odd, though, Taz. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. It's Brendan Tierney <laughs> with the lead. And no one likes Tiki or Tierney more than me. I don't know why, I love though, you would recreate their studio in your house. Hey, well, you know Taz, by the way. Just to create to. Uh, an atmosphere <laughs> an atmosphere that I'm used to working in every day for the past couple of years. So that's why. Maybe I won't have their logo, and I'll just put a giant Taz logo on my face so I can look at myself while I'm broadcasting. I might do that. Bah, bah. Yeah, something like that, maybe. Or not. All right, so anyway, so Drew Brees, yeah, he, he's in front now. of Tom, well, Tom Brady needs two touchdown, touchdowns to pass him. That's what I believe. Is right, that what so this now, the, the, is it well, two or not? It's three. So now it's Breeze uh, they, they better not. Hold on. Well, let's slow down. They better not score. The Pats better not score three. Brady better not throw three touchdowns against my Bills. Right, but then he might That'd do it in be... week 17 or then in week one next year. It's it's so odd. that it's this, fluid. It's this, fluid. The word is fluid. That's the, and that's the word that they used, the Saints used well, of course they after me. the game last night. Uh, that it was a, well, they they pre-copied you? Well, yeah, they, 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 they kind of hacked me. Right. Yeah, they did. They knew it was coming. Yeah, they did. They know it was coming. I did say while we're doing the show, I put this out on my social media, no matter what we're talking about, we're talking about the Saints and the Colts, we're talking about Drew Brees, that no matter what, wrestling fans are going to get the priority, and I'm going to interrupt the show for Fred, the listening on the internets in Arizona, who has a wrestling question. Fred, what's going on? You're on with Taz and Andrew. How you doing, buddy? Good, good morning, Taz, my friend. I I sent you the retweet about the garter belt and your cattle entrance on your uh, on your one of your post entrances. Oh, recently was that show. recently? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. How are you, sir? How you doing? Oh, okay, okay, pretty good. Uh, Becky Lynch. Yes, she's claiming that the WWE is more or less protecting her, Wait, she, so to speak. She's protecting her in what regard? And saying that they don't want her to get hurt, right? They want to use they want to use her as a like a, a statue, like a, a oh, like, like to a protect title. her protect her body, right? Right. And she's claiming otherwise that she wants to wrestle, right? Okay. Your thought. Your thought. Well, here's the thing. First off, and, and I understand the question, but the thing is this, and, and Fred, appreciate it, dude. Um, the company has to protect her from, let's just say it's something where she's doing matches that are, oh, she's doing spots in a match that are very dangerous to her body. Okay, so in that regard, sometimes 
talent wrestlers, they get a little overzealous because the ultra competitiveness of the business and of the athletes that sometimes the company needs to back them up. Okay. And needs to tell them, let's calm you down a little bit. Let's back up a little bit because you have, you're protecting your investment, but you also protect them from their own, from getting injured. Becky works real hard. She's very physical. Uh, like a lot of the ladies that we see in WWE, uh, the, the the female athletes in WWE are tremendous. And over the past, I don't know, decade or so, we've seen it, the, the, the women's wrestling as a whole, not just in WWE, uh, explode in a positive way, which has been awesome. So, uh, But also for Becky to say something like that, it's, it's smart for Becky. Her character is she's against the establishment at the end of the day. She's her own man. Even though she's a woman, she's called the man, for those that don't know. And that's kind of her thing. She's kind of like she don't give a damn what anybody says. She just wants to go out and wrestle hard and work hard and yada, yada, yada. And and so I get it. So um, I think part of it is her also working the audience that she has to do that. You know what I mean? That That's her job to come off that way. Um, and it makes sense, you know. So I, I, I'm good with it all. I think it all makes sense. Now, Andrew, you're not a, a hardcore wrestling fan. So you might not know anything I'm talking about right well, now. Well, I mean, I, I saw the video, and I, it was odd to me not knowing all of the context, like that she was in a weird position where, like, I, like she was asking for a fight, like that she was needing. It just seemed like a weird, not not, not <laughs> she was, not that she was begging, but it just it seems like a like a, a role reversal where. She'd be the one out there with, with, with people asking to fight her, not sitting there going like, "I'm being right. protected. Someone come fight me." Right. Well, she's on top too, so that she should be saying that, and that's her character. But the other thing too is with her, like what she's doing too. A lot of it's in character too. Like I said, she's the man. She's called the man. She's a woman, right? And that's her thing. She's if you watch her, her promo work, what she does. She's very in your face, very yeah. against the establishment. I did that in ECW. Steve Austin did that in WWE. You know, she's not the first one to do this. She might be the first female to come off like this, so that's kind of cool. But there's been other people, uh, not just myself and Steve Austin, a few others that have been against the establishment. You know, and that's kind of her shtick, you know what I mean? And and she does a good job of it. And she's, she's, she's a girl from Ireland. She's got that heavy. She's been, you met her here. She's yeah. been on the show here. Well, easy. Sure. <laughs> You know who her significant other is? Not me or Pete. Google this name, Seth Rollins. I don't need to Google Seth Rollins' right. name. I know who Seth Rollins is. Yeah, he's more man than you, bro. I got to be honest. Well, but again, I mean, almost any man is more man than me. It's not saying much. I understand. I'm well aware of my limitations. I didn't go on rides last week at Disney World that my six-year-old went on. So I know I know where I, where I begin and where I end. <clears throat> So you don't need to remind me of that, that Seth Rollins is tougher than me. Congrats. Well, just, just saying, bro. I just uh, – oh, by the way, I believe that um, – I'm getting word from our producers. Mm. Um, that my, we have a social media update. Uh, yes, Michael Uber at MH4375. Okay. Taz should do a live daily wrestling show with AB. Hashtag wow. great chemistry. Hashtag new KFJ. Hashtag I've got about 25 years of wrestling to catch up on before that podcast can launch. So I feel like Pete Pilati just got barreled over by this, the, 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 the great sounds of Andrew Bogish. Yes, I, I've been demoted. <laughs> Poor Mike. He's just sitting here as the boss. He's like, yeah, I just run the show here, buddy. Right. Yeah. Pete's the boss today. He put in uh, hashtag new KFJ. No one here even knows what that is, uh, but I do. 
KFJ. Well, remember I mentioned Seth, you know, Seth Nyman. Yes. Right? The producer is no longer with us. Right? But he's with uh, the other guys, the other company, uh, Showtimes. He was the KFJ. It stands for Kung Fu. He gave himself the name. Okay. But for his ethnicity. So I don't. I won't That's go through the rest of it. Mikey B, maybe you can help out. But that that was Seth. He acted like he was a kung fu master. He wasn't. So he called himself the, the KFJ. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You, you got. I, mean, I, I, I follow. Yeah. I don't know what's the right and wrong thing. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I think we yeah. understand. Yeah. Now. I'm very careful with my words. You know how I am. A wordsmith. Yeah, but a lot of people used to call him a kung fu jobber. You know? <laughs> it, that I, would fit yeah. me. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. So. Michael Huber, thank you. We appreciate the uh, love here. And uh, yeah, Andrew Bogus and I have some chemistry. Um, going forward, I'll probably do another, never pro- another project never with you. That made no sense. That was bad English. I feel like I could, I could be a guest on one Taz show somewhere. Yeah, but you you got to talk to me like a man, bro. You got to oh, bring you. Okay. No, I, I don't want you to do radio guy voice. I don't have a radio. I have a voice. Oh, we're going to put a poll up. No, no, it's, no, you do have a radio guy voice because I've talked to you off air and you sound like Mike Tyson. My voice is not that high off the air. <laughs> the one thing I have on Mike Tyson is a more a manly voice. voice. He would punch a hole in your chest. Again, sure, of course he would. Can you imagine that? Ma- but he can't do updates. No, of course he can't. <laughs> You think he could read and write to a predetermined time constraint? No. Of course he couldn't. No, he couldn't do that. That'd be tough for him to do. It'd be tough for me to do. I'll tell you what, I'm a genius. Right, anyway, on that note. We'll and play little... his own sound? Yeah. Challenge accepted, Iron Mike. We'll see you on Thursday. So we talked about the Saints and the Colts. We talked about Andrew Bogush. We talked about uh, Drew Brees. I gave you place like the Saints now. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of uh, talk about Josh Gordon, what's going on with that. And we're going to give you a raw Monday Night Raw Jones. We'll do that. Oh, we got a heller update. There's a hook. 855-212-4227. You want to call the show? Give it a shot. I'm Taz. I got Andrew sitting over here, too. All right, right back. This is WWE superstar, the man, Becky Lynch. And you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Sunday, the NFL and CBS Futures teams making their final push towards the playoffs. With many of you seeing the clash in Cleveland with the Ravens and the Browns. That should be some. Or uh, Pittsburgh versus the Jets. It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. So, there you have it. The uh, radio show wrinkling in the microphone gimmick. Can't How about the uh, not to d- you know downplay the promotion of said Browns game on Sunday, but how about multiple Browns players apparently yelling onto the field against the Cardinals this weekend, telling the Cardinals to come trade for them, including really? Jarvis Landry? Yeah, things are going really well what in Cleveland. The hell, wow! I didn't know that one. Yeah. Wow! Could you imagine that? That's like what kind come of get me. front office leadership deal do you have going on there? That's an um, S show. You've none. You've really? None. Bad, Maybe, bad. Do you want to run a team next Me? year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I might I mean, have. You've got uh, some free time. I have, well, I might not have time. But, yeah, at the moment I have a second. So maybe I could go. I mean, my plan is to talk to Stephen A. Stephen a. Cohen with the the new owner who's going to own the Mets. And me and Bilotti were going to run a lot of the baseball operations. Kind of like Casanza did with the Yankees. Yeah, that's, that? that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Calzones. Yeah, that's right. 
I'm going to have Mikey B jump in on that, too. He's a big Met fan. So are you. You're a big Met fan, Andrew. Mikey, oh, could be your social media director. I thought you were going to say I could deliver the calzones. <laughs> no, but... Well, Mike, you can deliver to Kyle Zones, and you can run the podcast network. We'll do for the Mets. That sounds like a plan for me. I'm you'll all aboard. Be the EVP of podcasting for the <laughs> Mets. People out of you, you'll we'll answer. You'll answer to Pete, though. That'll be fun. <laughs> That's right. But here's a guy who answers to no one. They call him Heller. I just call him Bradford. Uh, Brad, uh, what's going on, huh? Hi, guys. What's up, baby? How are you? Do you know that my uh, fantasy football team name was Taz's BFF? You know that, right? I remember that. Bradford yeah. Heller. How did you do? Not well. You know, we had a habit here for a couple of years with the Fantasy Football League that it starts off on fire. Yeah. And then by week, I don't know, four. <laughs> Being nice. Before the end of September. The drizzling S. It just goes away. Horrible. No connection emotionally to it. None of us. No juice. Nothing. There's no money on the line. No. To be honest. You know? My team, who is named after Bradford, is Connor Benji Heller. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Didn't fare well either. In fact, I believe I lost a consolation match this week to per- a person who had two players in his lineup that were not playing in their actual lineup. Connor Heller. Could have been me. <laughs> However, I am. I have reached the final <laughs> of the Newsroom League, the official league here at CBS Sports Radio. Mm. Yeah, I love what you say that. That one see, involves money. See, hold on a second. See, see that right there? That irks me. I know it does. See, that's what you said. Mission it. accomplished. Yeah, see, that's what it <laughs> See, that's part of the reason why you know I get out of here because see that kind of stuff happens. See, I, I'm, I was always the outcast here, ladies and gentlemen, the wrestler. That's me, always the outcast, Hella. What does he know? Always the outcast. I was never in with the boys here, the click. Never in with the crew here. None of them, including you, Bellotta, you snake backstabber. I was never in with any of them. Sorry. <laughs> the second you're the same way. I'm a snake. I had Geo come up to me before. Taz, you leaving? Yeah, I am, bro. He seemed Barely very knew you. He seemed very genuine and nice about it. Meanwhile, he's on FAM. Greg right now. Giannotti. He's on FAM right now, burying me. Oh, that bum wrestler. Good thing he's. Leaving. Greg Giannotti. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. yeah, that's how people are here. <laughs> it's on the table. He must have a chance he might be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Greg. He's a good dude. No, but anyway, listen. Um, yeah, here's your update. <laughs> okay. Bradford Heller. That's the best intro I've ever received. Bad segue. <laughs> Monday night football, a record-setting near-perfect night for Drew Brees in New Orleans. First and goal from the five. Brees under center, eye formation. Got takes it. the handoff, looks to throw. Wide open, touchdown! Josh Hill! 19 years, 273 games, over 76,000 yards, and now... 540 touchdowns. Drew Brees, take a bow. Zach Streif on Saints Radio. Brees passed Tom Brady. Then he broke Peyton Manning's career touchdown record now at 541 after throwing four in the Saints 34-7 route of the Colts. Here's head coach Sean Payton. There's a record out there, and it's a little bit of a fluid record, right? And, and there's just so much preparation that goes in now. I mean, for him to finish the way he did on the evening um you know we thought we would have some vertical throws with some of the seams and and we did he uh he, listen he was outstanding tonight and breeze also set a single game record for completion percentage he was 29 for 30 the saints are 11 and 3 tied for the best record in the nfc with the seahawks packers and niners and they claimed corner janoris jenkins off waivers from the giants while the colts are officially eliminated now they've lost four in a row they're 6-8. and eight. Here's Coach Frank Reich. We've had some disappointing losses this year. Obviously, we haven't had one like this. I mean, every loss has been a one-score you know, game. 
And in this one, we got our we got our butts beat bad in all three phases. And next up for the Colts, the Panthers, who are reportedly going to start rookie Will Greer at quarterback on Sunday. Other NFL notes, Seahawks receiver Josh Gordon has been suspended indefinitely again for drugs. It's his fifth suspension in eight years. The Chiefs claiming Terrell Suggs after he was cut by the Cardinals. NBA, no Luka Doncic for the Mavericks, but it didn't matter against the Mighty Bucks. Under six remaining, and the Mavericks by 11. As they try to end Milwaukee's 18-game winning streak, Porzingis again for three, and again it's good! That one from 30 feet, and a timeout from Mike Budenholzer with 5.44 remaining. Chuck Cooperstein on Mavs Radio, Christos Porzingis scored 26, so did Seth Curry, and the Mavs do snap the Bucks' 18-game win streak, 120-116 in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo did have 48 in the loss. Elsewhere, the Rockets rallied from 25 down, their biggest comeback in franchise history. They nipped the Spurs. 109-107. 109-107. Oklahoma City rallied from 26 down to beat the Bulls. 109-106. From baseball pitcher Wade Miley going to the Reds. Two years, $15 million. Outfielder Avisail Garcia to the Brewers. Two years oh, wow. and $20 million. I didn't know about that one. Okay. Big one, right? Yeah. That's big, big news from baseball, yeah. yeah. We're bringing you back yeah. in with baseball news. Nah, well, and yeah. the big NHL trade, the Coyotes getting former MVP Taylor Hall from the Devils for three, three prospects and two draft picks. Three prodcuts. That's a t- that's yeah. a mouthful. I wanted to lead with that three prod, but prodca- well, three- see, podcasting is always on my mind. Right, the no, show, prospects. The so three yeah, podcasts prospects. and a couple of yeah. I, so I'm looking at Mikey B. And those, when I look at Mikey B, I just think of podcasting. That's it. You're welcome. He's doing great. I mean, he's doing great. Hell, you understand the brand that that man has built. I'm waiting for an it's invite. Perfection! I'm waiting for an invite to. Dude, you got have Heller on Yeah, show. I would like to have Heller, but right now we're a little backed up. Oh, maybe down in 2020. He, okay. Dude, you see how Talk he to my producer and we'll see what happens. I never thought I'd see the time when Mikey B is like, well, we'll see. Like, And he's not joking. He's like, no, well, I know. Well. He's not because we I brought know. up you being on a show before. I remember a time well, when he was clamoring for guests. Now he's got a litany of guests lined up. Yeah, I already have a couple in the can, so I don't want to get it too wow, far backed up. All right. Wow. I enjoy flavor with my meat. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Fair point. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The oh, ego, the, the narcissism. E- right. Yeah. The ego has landed. Guy gets 80 views on a cat picture, thinks he's running the internet. 800. <laughs> oh, 800. Sorry. Speaking Thank of social you. media, Brad, I don't know if you realize, I did put a post out last night and uh, that I was leaving here. And the thing is, what I was thinking of, maybe what might be good is, what do you think of this, Andrew, too? I can incorporate you being at your co-host in the show. What if we do a social media update? There's a hundreds of uh, replies from fans that I'm leaving. What if I read every segment, like five or six, throughout the next three days? Um, I mean, is that your way of saying you want to skip my update? You're done. No, no, I'm saying the rest of the oh, week. No, oh no, no, we're gonna give a sports update. You're the best. People love to hear about. We'll always everything. stop for updates. Yeah, we'll stop for updates. Uh, we kind of have to, but yeah, no, we will. <laughs> we yeah. It's kind of we in the contract. No, yeah. no, we will. No, you do a great job, Brad. You know, and I- I'll work with Mikey B to get you on the show. I'm going to try. Thank you. No, that means a lot because I'm I'm trying. I mean, but you've done play by play, right? Yeah, yeah. He's jealous, so he's a territorial guy. He doesn't want to have you on because he that's. It's shocking he hit Andrew Bogushan, who's another great play by play. It was man. it was early. He was slim pickings. Yeah. He just—he's got it. Would Bogus make the cut now? Would no. you be like, "We'll let you know"? No. Uh, no, he would. Yeah. 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 See? See? Uh, Andrew would still make the cut. Nah. Yeah. Andrew would still I'm make telling the cut. You. I, I, he used to ask me all the time, "Task, can you come on?" And I, I said, "I will, I will." And he don't ask me anymore, Mike. Well, that's because I gave up. No. So now, when you want me on, you're gonna pay me. I will. 
Okay. A lot. Name the number. 2020. I got it. 2020. You'd yeah. be the first guest of 2020. No. You'd be the second. Wow. Wow. He's got a guy. What do you what do you need? Ready. What do you want what do you want? I'll pay you. I don't no, have a problem I will, with it. I will not I don't need your money. I got a lot of problems money at one of them. You know that. Uh so so here's the thing. No, I'll, I'll take your I'll money. I'll come on the show. Once once um once 2020 happens, I'll carve out, you know, but when I come on your podcast, I need a good two, three hours. Oh, I, I love it. I got a lot to say. And truth be told, a lot I... of people are getting buried, and some people that might be <laughs> in the building right now. Well, <laughs> I actually, I'm really excited to talk to you on on, a, on my podcast because I think you and I have had good back and forth regarding Uber Eats and Uber Eats deliveries. I think we'd have a nice old time, a nice conversation Bonnie, about mom, it. Jim. I don't know about burying people. That was news to me. No, but, we're going to bury. Uh, you know, yeah. okay. So you're saying he needs to pick up an order in Canada or something? Yeah, we'll give you enough time. I need time. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot to say. There's a lot of burial. I mean, you like front, jam? Front office people, mm. uh, grunts that work in a newsroom. Right. Uh, host. Right. A plethora of hosts I will bury. Update people. Or update people. Yeah. A little, Goon Jones. Yeah, definitely. Producers Total with cats. Hardo. That'd be me. Yeah, producers <laughs> with cats. Yeah, that's what I said to You heard it, Andrew. I said during the break, I said, Mike, the, the cat photos are a little much on the Twitter. And Mike said no. He's like, no. It's the most views I've gotten in a long time. Right. So you Hard know, ass Joe. Yeah, you really have to take risks. All yeah. about the views. It's Unbelievable. He's obsessed with social Unbelievable. media. He, he's obsessed with his brand now. Like Mikey B, the brand. Like he's all about branding. Mm-hmm. When I first I met lear- this I guy. I learned from somebody I know. I, yeah, I created a monster. When I first met this guy, he was the most nicest professional. He's still professional. He's still a decent guy. But he was the nicest you know, hardworking. He still works hard, but he was humble and he was scared of life. Yeah. Now he's <laughs> scared. I'm still scared of life. I promise. <laughs> now he kicks life in the yambag. He don't care. Take and that life. Yeah, he, he's he's got an attitude and an ego that's he. He's got new gimmicks, his new names, and all the stuff. He's and not been all my Seth. I mentioned Seth. Seth was the same way. He became an egomaniac. I love you, Seth, but let's be honest. You know, he lived a gimmick. I had Dennis Jones. He, he became a... a, a well, that, Dennis is different. Dennis <laughs> another guy to went off the reservation. You know what it's like? It's like Belichick with all these assistants. Really and then is. they become head it coaches. Really is. It's like Robbie Rosenhaus, another guy. He thinks he's really the Viking because I deemed him the Viking with the skull. I did all that with him. And then we got the lumberjack, as I said, Dennis Jones. Another, Robbie has gone Ro- missing on a case. Now he's in the witness protection yeah, program. Yeah, now he's in the witness protection program. The captain, you guys don't know him. Another guy created... Okay, he lives off uh, off the shores of somewhere up near Seattle, like out in the <laughs> near Tulsa. He's in the, the Puget Sound. He's like near Newfoundland in Seattle, in you're, between you're there. Way off, Dude, like your Canadian like, somewhere like that. He's but he's up near Seattle, in near Canada up there, like the yeah, Vancouver. That's, Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver, yeah. Victoria, near, beautiful. Newfoundland is on this side. <laughs> he's like, but he's like on like a little island. But it's, he don't know. I said, where are you? Because I'm not sure if I'm part of Washington State or. <laughs> Canada. I don't know. I'm not here. There's nobody here. I go, how? He goes, I just got a big cooler with water and f- some bread. So, and this guy escaped life to get away from me. So, Mikey B, <laughs> he, he, they all had egos and then they all exploded. Mike's on that road, the same road as all. Yeah, the difference is I have talent compared to those guys. Ah, I was going to say the difference was it was a cat picture that pushed him over the edge. <laughs> yeah. And let me take this back to Taz for a second. Oh, it's yeah, it's um, a credit to you that as all of these young men who have worked with you yeah. have slowly fallen apart <laughs> to the extent where, again, Dennis, who you mentioned, literally for like 72 hours, people didn't know where he, was, know where he was, calling yeah. his mom, calling the police, yeah. Amber Alerts. 
search parties. Another guy's living on a raft in the Puget Sound. It's true. <laughs> All of their mental and physical deterioration, which can be drawn directly back to you. You have not let any of that affect you. Well, that's the low-hanging fruit. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's all that. They all have individual issues. Yeah, no, good okay. for you. Can't blame me. Forward. Right You're giving them this false confidence that they can then go <laughs> leave the nest. Yeah. Uh, right. No matter where they might end up. It's like, it's my fault now? No, it's not your fault. Have some accountability. Be a man. Have a Fine, set. blue, blue, blue. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, really, it's not my fault. No. Right? You know what I mean? That's how I look at but, yeah, no, these guys are, uh, you know, they, they're all, look, they'll the be better guys, for it eventually. Right. We're dead. I, I the help other? them. Um, I know the, the, the common denominator could be me. It's my fault. But, no, again, low-hanging fruit. Don't blame me. Blame them. Blame them. Don't blame that me, Heller. Blame them. I'm just telling you. Heller, we'll see you later. Oh, all right. That's yeah, great talk. Well, kill Jones. Why has it always got to be an awkward ending with it this is. Heller? In and out. Do you do it on purpose, dude? What was awkward about that? <laughs> Your face. Your face is awkward for me right now. My face is always awkward. Jim, no Jim Heller. Right. <laughs> don't get upset, please. Because you get upset, then I get upset. Not on his last week, Then it gets Brad. messy in here. We don't want it to get messy. We don't want to get to mo- no mo- not, no, we don't sure want to go, have a problem. God. He'll go crazy if I we make We don't want it to messy. get emotional. No mess. No blood. <laughs> We'll get to your phone calls in a little bit over here. We'll start a break, actually. We're going to get to your phone calls. Uh, Everybody on hold. Terry, you've been on hold a while. We'll get to you. 855-212-4227. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. We've got wrestling fans calling, sports fans. We're going crazy here. Taz with Andrew. We'll be right back. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, RVD. Just want to let you know, you're listening to Taz and the Moose right. on CBS Sports Radio. All right, well, CBS Sports Radio toll-free line, 855-212-4227. is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a quick way you can save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. In the 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car, on car insurance. Uh, we have uh, been talking a little wrestling. We're talking a little Saints. We're talking a little. We didn't talk about Josh Gordon yet. We're talking a lot of stuff. We talked a little bit of baseball, very little. Let's talk to Terry listening in Georgia right now. Uh, Terry, you're on with Taz and Andrew. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? I, uh, what's up? I actually have two questions, one wrestling-related, one uh, recent sports-related. Why don't uh, you do the, hit me with the sports one first? Okay, you know the, the, the fight, the, the Brown-Steelers fight? Yeah, yes, with uh, Miles Garrett and stuff, yeah, and, and uh, Mason Rudolph, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, if Garrett got six games plus suspension, do you think Rudolph should have got at least half of that? I don't. Uh, um, he should have got. I don't know about. Let's say saying three. He probably should have got a couple of games suspension. I know we talked about in the past at least one or two. He got nothing, I believe. Right? He nothing. Should, he should have got something because he actually started the fight. Dude, right. If you the look accountability. At it. He did. Right. He did start the fight. Well, he made it worse. I think it was over, and then he got back up and went at Miles right. Garrett. Then right. he got hit right. with the helmet. Right. So yeah, I mean, I I think a game would have been or two would have been good enough. At least a game, enough. Terry. What do you think? More than that or less than that? Well, I think more than that, and the, the people are touting the helmet swing as the most despicable act in football. Right. Uh, but, man, it was within the past couple of years, few years, a guy ripped a dude's helmet off, kicked him in the face, and stomped him with a cleat. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and that's 
I mean, the it violence happens. there's higher. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. We've talked about that in the past, dude. And you're not wrong, Terry. I mean, I went, I told the story. I remember watching years ago uh, the Jets playing the Oakland Raiders and Lala Zedo, God rest his soul, was playing defensive end. He was an animal, as you, I'm sure you knew that. I remember Lala Zedo. And Chris Ward was the offensive tackle for the Jets, and he ripped Chris Ward's helmet off. They got into a fight. And he threw it right at Chris Ward's face. He didn't hit him with it. He missed him. But I'm just saying, so it's something similar to that. I mean, I do think some folks overreacted to what, what uh, Garrett did because he actually hit him on the head, and it was so graphic. Um, I mean, Garrett's, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Mason Ruff's lucky his skull didn't get split open. Thank God for the kid. You know what I mean? Right. right. What's your uh, wrestling um, uh, gimmick question you got here? The second one, first off, you are – and forever will be the king of ACW wrestling. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, that's uh, – and being 5'9 in a time of, like, giants yeah. getting the big pushes. Terry, it's uh, 6'1. We've been rounding up recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't mention a 5'9". 5'9". You know, at the time when uh, – the height, the height of your wrestling popularity, uh, you were on the smaller end. Yeah. But when you watch the when you watch the brands now, like AEW, WWE, uh, you know the the size is a lot smaller. Yeah. Uh, and like I, I can't help but sometimes think like uh, you wrestlers like yourself, who obviously the WWE were overlooked for bigger talent. Correct. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know is, how different would your game have been if it, now versus then? I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Fair. That's the truth, brother. I would not be, and and you're not wrong. You're saying it, Terry. Uh, we appreciate the call. No, it would have. Uh, my style would not have changed. Actually, my in ring style would be great. Would fit along great today because you see a lot of guys doing different suplexes and stuff. Um, and today, and it's great for wrestling, and it's great for these young men and women, especially the guys, because guys have been typecast when they're not as tall. Back in the day, to your point, Terry, when I was in my prime. Where guys were, we were a lot of us were typecast that weren't over six foot, and it was as hard as you could imagine. It was hard, I could promise you. Uh, not in ECW. Paul Heyman gave guys chances. He didn't care how big or small you were. If you were talented and you could get over with the audience, he 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 was locked into you. He didn't care about your height, your your weight. If you had abs, if you if you didn't, if you had veins in your biceps, if. You know, if you were six three or or five five, he didn't care as long as you could work hard and and you had passion and you could talk a little bit. He was going to put the rocket on you, you know. So, but during that time, it was tough in WWE. You know, some guys in WWE ended up getting a bigger push, like a guy like Kurt Angle. You know, it was probably an inch taller than me. He's five ten, but Kurt Angle comes in as the first ever Olympic gold medalist in pro wrestling history from when in nineteen ninety six. In, in wrestling, winning the gold medal in Atlanta. So he came in with uh, the, the most highest praise of credibility uh, from the from the international end of amateur wrestling, you know. So winning the gold medal was pretty freaking important. Um, yeah. That helped negate his height issue, you know. But but then after that, you know, guys, those guys were – we were on our prime at the same time. Another guy who's no longer with us, uh, the late great Eddie Guerrero, another guy who, who broke that mold too. What WWE I'm talking about. Because Eddie and I were like the same height, um, he's another guy who got a big push um, as Latino Heat and uh, as a uh, just a, a tremendous, tremendous wrestler, a, a very good friend of mine who you know I, I miss all the time. Um, but um, but yeah, most of us, most of the guys back then were tall guys, you know, doing that attitude era. You know what I mean? So, so. it sounds like my charisma would have 
overcome, negated my lack of physical ability and would have made me also, had I chosen to go down this path, a successful wrestler. That's no. what I'm hearing when you talk about. Yeah, no, yeah, you probably just need to listen. Like, I wouldn't try to equate anything towards you with this kind oh. of conversation. I'm okay. just being, I'm trying to be respectful to you. I got you. You know, I don't mean to be mean. I'm just being honest. You know, but uh, I think I handled all of Terry's question. Well, about today, I mean, is he looking for me to praise myself how great I'd be today? Should I do that, Mike? I'm sure if he were to call again, he'd love to know. No, no, I'm being sarcastic. I, you know, I, I'm humble. Um, no, I, today my style would have worked great because the height thing, dude, like they, nobody. Today, wrestlers are, you know, it's it's not, you don't have to. There's still some bigger dudes. A guy like Randy Orton, 6'4". You know, a guy like uh, Roman Reigns, 6'3", 6'4". You know, right. there's still some big cats. Seth Rollins, I never met, met him. Those Von Erich boys are big. No, those, those back in the day. You're talking about Von Erichs. You, you, I'm trying to help you with the wrestling content. You're going back the to the current guys, Marshall yeah, and, um, no, I, and Ross. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. They're not in the WWE. It doesn't mean they're not great wrestlers. I, I, I've only watched them work. You just took the conversation and you just, you didn't take a monkey wrench and throw it in my convo. You took a toolbox. <laughs> like, not you just a monkey dumped wrench. Dumped it right in just the Just everything. Hammers, That's screwdrivers, how everything. I roll. You know, it's, yeah. You're no, welcome. The thing is, though, like, today you have so many of the talents that are not super tall. And it's refreshing. And, and I, and I, you know, I think there's several of us that hope paved that way for a lot of these guys because it was a struggle back in the day. Now these guys are not typecast like that, which is nice. <clears throat> You're seeing guys like AJ Styles, who's a veteran, but an amazing athlete at, at 5'9", um, get pushed to the moon. Daniel Bryan, pushed to the moon. Jeez, uh, Pete, help me. I'm hitting, missing probably a ton of guys uh, that were under, uh, under six foot today. That are uh, stars. I mean, I feel like you, Andrade is smaller. I never met him. I don't know. See, that's a problem. What you just said it, and Alcala said that too. It's not smaller. That's a problem. Andrew, pay attention to this. I'm listening. Smaller doesn't work. Like I was five nine. I shrunk a little. Now I'm five eight. I was five nine. I wasn't a smaller wrestler. I was not a tall wrestler, but I was 250 pounds. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, AJ Styles is 5'9", but he's a rock solid, you know, 225 Right. I mean, it's all it's you all know, relative. Like, you, you say the same thing about football players or basketball players, right. that they're smaller, but they're still bigger than the average human. And they'd still scare the you-know-what out of you if you met them in a street. Like, it's just... Right. But you are smaller than, the, than no. other wrestlers. Not a good word. Not a good Less one. huge? What's the right? I don't. Not as tall. Vertically Shorter. challenged. No, short's a derogatory term uh, towards people that are not tall. Okay, says the five nine guy. That's right. Because I run to five ten. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here talking to you like you're, you're acting like you're six three two sixty, <laughs> like you're Boomer Esiason with his old six foot five blonde hair Jones. Boomer is a big dude. He's a just a tall, long limbed man. Smaller than Boomer. He is. His head is massive. He is a big person. He is. He's a boomer. Like his, he is correctly nicknamed. Rubbing yeah. up against boomer. I mean, really, he's, he's certainly he's, not a just, Norman. No, no, that's his shoot name, right? That means real. His real name is Norman. I'm yeah. over here. We're talking a lot of wrestling. I'm giving you a wrestling genre. You know, so that's it. That's the deal. But anyway, yeah. So let, let's make sure we know what the thing I is. Why tall, it's not tall. Shoot name. Like. That's a term that Mike B loves to pride himself on wrestling lingo. Yeah, he's not familiar with the shoot. I'm ready. Like when you came out of the shoot, your name was no. no? Take the glasses off, Taz. Here we go. Now, Pete, I'll tell you what's happening. You guys don't know what's going on. Pete, the body, 
He knows, but he won't say He's it. He's so giddy, like no, no, like, no, no, no. But this is what you don't know, dude. He won't say because he knows it's disrespectful to say, like, to know too much inside terms about an old school wrestler like me. Am I right? Correct. So he knows he's what gonna it means. Let you handle it, right? Exactly. You just won't respect. say nothing. That's called a smart wrestler fan. That's yeah. how the smart fans are. Otherwise, then you get attacked like you're in a, a cage with a tiger with an old wrestler. Right, not a mark. Right. So. Uh, do I got to pull curtain back this much here about the shoot? Shoot, yeah. All right. Well, shoot just basically means, um, oh, God. I had to get into If you were going to spell I, I, I shoot, how would you spell just it? Just like you shoot a gun the same way. Okay. But I, but I, I God, I just, I'm so mad at myself. Okay, so if you and I are pro wrestlers and we get into a match and right. it becomes a real fight in a match, it's called a shoot. I go into a shoot fight. Okay. Real, real fight. Okay. Not entertainment. Yeah. So that's why... Hey, what's your shoot name? Your real name. That's it. That's all I'm giving you. I gave you enough. Please, I broke in in 1987. I can't give you anymore. I'm old school. I still don't understand. Mike, do you understand what it, the I connection? It. You did. All right. Mike, you beast. We're podcast. I'll stay in the dark. Audio platform, subscription walls. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to do a little Raw update. Talk about Raw. we got the three, the biggest headlines of the day. And Taylor Hall of the Coyotes. Oh, yes. Stay tuned. Hockey Jones. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.